In my previous assignment, I was asked to be enrollment for the school is this year. But in the short term, in the two years I was there, we had more children enrolled than we did my first year. To Believe, uh, hope is the belief that things can change and become better. This is what a faith uh, becomes a reality. It brings us joy and hopefully a thankful heart to God for being a good father to us. As I mentioned several weeks ago, I've got to travel to, to, to some desert places. However, I don't think I've ever gotten to see the desert right after a ra rare rainfall. I'm told that the desert does exactly what Isaiah describes in our first reading. What looks like a parched land suddenly becomes alive with all sorts of flowers and plants. They seem to bloom almost overnight. This can be like us in prayer. We can pray ardently and constantly, and all we feel is like a parched desert. But when God finally answers our prayers, it is like the desert coming alive after a rainfall. Isaiah says to be strong and fear not, that our God is here to save us. God will bring this scatter back and there will be everlasting joy. Today is the third Sunday of Advent, also known as Gaudate Sunday. Gaudate is Latin for rejoice, Thus we hear the words joy and rejoice a lot in our t readings today. In our second reading, St. John, St. James also reminds us to be patient, to hold on to hope that good things are coming. Now I'm obviously not a farmer, nor did I grow up on a farm. I know that you farmers do work really hard. However, I think what St. James is saying still holds true. When a farmer plants his crops, you can water and fertilize it. But until it pokes through the top of the soil, you really don't know if it is growing. You just have to trust that nature is doing its thing. And even after it pokes through the top of the soil, you can continue to help it along. But in some ways, you are at the mercy of the weather, the rainfalls. St. James says we too need to be patient just like the farmer with his or her crops. St. James concludes our second reading for today by saying we should look to the prophets. The prophets spoke in the name of the Lord, but their prophecies took centuries to come true in Jesus Christ. They endured many hardships for speaking the truth of God, even amongst God's own people, the Israelites. And now we hear about the last of the prophets, John the Baptist. In the Gospel, John hears about the works of Jesus. Jesus wants, John wants his disciples to see Jesus firsthand. He wants them to see firsthand how Jesus fulfills all the prophecies of the Old Testament concerning the Messiah. St. John's disciples come to Jesus and ask him, are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus replies, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the good news proclaimed to them, and blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. Jesus is the promised Messiah. He fulfills all the prophecies of the Old Testament. 
Jesus brings hope and joy to those who do not have hope. Now Jesus tells them why they went out to see John the Baptist. And so we know from the previous weeks that John the Baptist was uh, baptizing in the Jordan River outside of Jerusalem. And all of Judea, people from the whole region were coming to see John the Baptist and to be baptized. But John was, uh, said he was baptizing with water for the forgiveness of sins. But that someone would come after him who would baptize in the Holy Spirit and fire and so Jesus talking about John the Baptist says, Did you go out to see someone in fine clothing? We know from previous weeks that uh, John the Baptist wore camel's hair, which is not very comfortable at all, nor is it uh, fine clothing, does not look good. But Jesus says that he went out to see John the Baptist to see a prophet, and not just any prophet, but the greatest prophet that ever lived. And if we think of all the prophets as pointing to Jesus Christ, then it would make sense that the greatest prophet would be the last prophet. That John would literally point out Jesus in the crowd and say, here is the one to follow. At the end of today's reading though, Jesus says something that seemingly sounds strange. Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there have been none greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. What does this mean? We have to consider the exact moment in which Jesus made this st statement. It is true that John the Baptist is the greatest of all the prophets, and so it makes sense that, it that Jesus would say, that among those born of women, there have been none greater than John the Baptist. But Jesus has not yet, yet opened the gates of heaven. The gates of heaven will not be opened until his death uh, and resurrection. It is then that Jesus goes down and rescues the souls and brings them to, the, brings them to heaven and welcomes them in. And anyone, who, any soul in heaven is greater than John the Baptist was at that time. And we know that later John the Baptist went to heaven. But at this moment in time when Jesus is making this comment, John the Baptist is still on earth. He's in jail uh, for uh, preaching and, uh, and spreading the good news. And so he has not yet died. And so he's not in the kingdom of heaven himself. But Jesus says that all those who are in the kingdom of heaven were greater than John the Baptist was when he was still on earth. And so we too should strive to be like John the Baptist, to strive for heaven, to strive to do what the Lord asks us to do, even if it is hard. And what about our prayers? We must be patient. We, the Israelites waited thousands of years for the Messiah to come. And though the church asks us to wait these four weeks to, in order to celebrate Christmas, the coming of Christ 2,000 years ago. The Israelites held on to hope that the Messiah would come through good times and bad. 
And we too must hold on to the hope that Jesus Christ will come to us in a new and greater way each day. For that hope will lead to joy, especially when we receive blessings from God. We will then be able to celebrate with joy because our hope will have been realized. And so as we continue this Lenten season, this Advent season, as we are halfway through, may we continue to hold on to hope. And may we rejoice with great joy when we celebrate Christmas. But also may we celebrate with great joy whenever our hopes have been realized, our prayers have been realized in Jesus Christ.